How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. KYW Original Podcasts. Joined for a couple of minutes by the great Ray Dininger to discuss the life and legacy of former Eagles corner and longtime CBS sports broadcaster Irv Cross, who sadly passed away yesterday morning at 81. Ray, thank you for doing this on very short notice. Uh, Please, if you could, share with me your recollection of Irv Cross. Well, Irv was um, was a pioneer in many ways. Uh, He was, uh, first of all, he was a really good player. Uh, He joined the Eagles... He was drafted by the Eagles in 1961 when they were the defending world champions. <clears throat> they had won the title in 1960, knocking off the Green Bay Packers. So they come back in 1961, and uh, they're now the defending champions. So they weren't an easy team to make. I mean, they, they had a good team. They had a good roster. And Irv was a draft pick. He was a defensive back from Northwestern. And uh, they didn't keep many, not many rookies made the team back then. The rosters were smaller, and they were, it wasn't easy to make the team, but he did. Um, and uh, he, he joined the team. He was a defensive back, but he was also a kick returner. Uh, and probably the fastest guy on the team. He and Tommy McDonald were probably the two fastest guys on the team. Uh, Irv went to Northwestern. And uh, in addition to playing football, he ran track. And he was a Big Ten sprint champion. Uh, so he brought speed to the team. And... Uh, and he was the backup at cornerback to the great Tom Brookshire. And uh, Tom, that year, the Eagles got off to a, a great start. The Eagles, uh, they were like 6-1, and 7-1. and one. I mean, they got off to a really good start. It looked like they might go back and repeat as world champions. And then Tom Brookshire broke his leg and uh, was out for the rest of the year. And the Eagles had two, rookie, two rookies uh, as Backing, backing up the defensive backs. One was a guy named Glenn Amerson, and the other one was Irv Cross. And they gave Glenn Amerson the first shot at replacing Tom Brookshire. And the next two weeks, they just got slaughtered. I mean, Glenn Amerson was just a, the New York Giants and the Cleveland Browns just picked on him terribly and routed the Eagles in those two games. Uh, and finally, the coach, uh, <clears throat> the coach decided we can't possibly go on like this. So he benched Amerson, and he put Irv Cross in. Uh, and Irv stepped in and played really good, uh, and the team sort of things sort of settled down, and the Eagles got started winning again uh, when Irv went in there because he didn't play like a rookie; he played like a veteran, and he played like a veteran right away. And uh, and Tom Brookshire never came back; that injury ended his career, and uh, and Irv Cross just took over that position and made it his own for uh, several years, <clears throat> and went and went from being a guy that was sort of an unknown rookie. 
uh, who all of a sudden steps into the lineup to a guy that became one of the best defensive backs in the league in pretty short order. From what I was reading, Ray, he was really smart, too, right? What made him so smart? Well, he was a, uh, he was a Dean's List student at Northwestern. Uh, and, um, and he was a guy that when he came to the, uh, when he came to the NFL, one of the things that allowed him to succeed right away was he was, uh, uh, he was a real student of the game. He was one of the first, uh, he was one of the first guys that became famous for, um, uh, putting his own, uh, putting his own notebook together. Uh, he, when they studied film, uh, of the opponents, of the upcoming game, Irv was famous for, uh, writing down all kinds of information, all kinds of very, very detailed notes about the guys that he would be covering, the guys he was assigned to cover. Uh, and by the time he would spend the whole week just studying, studying, studying them on film. And by the time the game rolled around, he had pages and pages of notes about every single thing about the guy, every tendency he had, what routes he wanted to run uh, in certain situations, where he wanted to catch the ball, where he wanted it thrown. Um, things about just little, just little personal things. Like if the guy came up to the line and he had one foot from sort of, if he had one foot sort of ahead of the other, it was an indication. It was a tip off as to what kind of a route he was going to run. Irv saw those things, uh, and um, and it allowed him to make a, a really smooth transition into the NFL. Uh, a lot of rookies get overmatched. Glenn Amerson was an example. I mean, he he went in and he he just couldn't compete in the NFL. They put Irv in and he played like a veteran. And part of it was because of his ability. I mean, he was fast and he was tough. But the other part of it was he was really smart and he really spent the week studying and preparing so that when he went on the field, he was ready to play. If I'm correct, Tom Brookshire worked for CBS too, right? Is that did I get his network correct? That Tom Brookshire worked for CBS. Yep, that's correct. So, like, how how fascinating do you find it that that both Irv Cross and Tom Brookshire ended up working for the same network when Cross was the one who eventually replaced Brookshire once Brookshire had that career-ending injury? Yeah, that is uh, that is ironic that they both uh, left the field when when they left the field they uh, they stepped right into broadcasting with the CBS network and both were extremely successful. Uh, I mean, Tom Brookshire went in, started out in radio, and then transitioned over to TV, and uh, was very successful there. And uh, and then Irv Cross uh, did the same thing. And, but and, but when Irv did it, uh, I mean, he became the first the first African American uh, to uh, become a broadcaster that I can remember in, in the NFL. Uh, I mean, it was it was really groundbreaking when. Uh, when when CBS put together the the show uh, NFL Today, um, it became the model of all the studio shows that we see now. That idea of having a set with a desk, and you had an anchor man, and you had a a, a woman, Phyllis George, uh, and then you had Jimmy the Greek, who was the gambling guy, uh, and then you had Irv Cross, who was the X's and O's guy. And uh, no one had ever really tried anything like that before. Uh, it was just something that they kind of experimented and said, well, let's see if this works. Uh, a half an hour show before the NFL games on Sunday. And it became hugely successful, wildly successful, to the point where everybody, all the other networks, decided you know, they had to get a show just like it. But it was the first. It was the model. And uh, it broke a lot of ground. And they broke ground by bringing Irv Cross and having him on the set. And he was, he was just a natural uh, on camera. He really was. And, uh, he obviously had this knowledge of playing the game. And as I said, being a real student of the game, he brought all that to the television. But the other part of it was he was just, 
a very likable guy. Uh, he was a very nice guy. He was a very likable guy with a kind of a warm, engaging personality. Uh, and, uh, and he brought that to the, the audience sort of felt that and they trusted him. And, uh, you know, when, when Brent Musburger, who was the anchor would turn to him and say, okay, Irv, tell us about the Los Angeles Rams offense. What, you know, what are they, what are they going to, what do they have to deal with today? Um, Irv would start X's and owing it, but he did it in a way that was understandable to the audience. He was, he was really, he was, he was ahead of his time in many ways. And, uh, you know, all the, the football players who transition into broadcasting now, and my goodness, there's hundreds of them, you know, they, they owe a debt to Irv Cross because he was the first guy to show that it could be done. Of course, absolutely. Certainly a trailblazer and a pioneer. Ray, do you, do you remember how exactly he got into broadcasting? From what I'm reading, it, it, was, an, it was an off-season job at first, in a sense. He, he was at WIBG in Philadelphia. He did some TV at KYW-TV. Do you remember how he got into broadcasting? That was it. Uh, he started out doing local radio. Uh, and it's, it's really, it was the same path that Tom Brookshire followed. Uh, you know, Tom Brookshire, as I said, he broke his leg in 1961. Uh, and, uh, when he was on the mend, uh, and trying, trying to come back, he tried to come back. He wasn't able to do it, but he tried to come back. But while he was, while he was laid up, um, he began doing reports on the radio. He began doing, uh, sports reports on the radio on 1210 in Philadelphia, uh, which was then WCAU. So he started there. And then when his, when the doctors told him, when he found out, he tried to come back and wasn't able to come back. Then he decided that radio was going to be his life full, full time. And he began doing more of that. And then he moved over and he became a Channel 10. He became the sports director of Channel 10, got into television, and then went from there on to being a network broadcaster for CBS. Irv kind of followed the same path. I mean, Irv was a real popular player uh, and was given the opportunity the local radio stations that started with WIBG uh, gave him the chance that in the off season, you know, yeah, you want to come in and do some sports on the radio, the morning sports. And Irv said, sure, I'll give it a try. And uh, came in, wasn't sure if he'd be good at it, wasn't sure if he was going to like it, but it turned out to be a really good fit. I mean, he he did it well. And uh, I don't know if he really, I don't know if at that time he was thinking in terms of uh, broadcasting being his next career. But it was obvious very early on that he was able to do it, and uh, it turned out to be, I mean, not just uh, a nice opportunity for him, but one that really kind of opened the door for future players, for future generations. Certainly, certainly. And the last one I have for you, Ray, when, when you think about the life of Irv Cross and the significance and the impact that he left with everything that he did, what is his legacy? Um. Well, I think for those for those of us that knew him, for those of us that met him uh, and got to work with him, uh, it, it's that he was a he was just a really he was a really bright guy uh, and a very good guy. Uh, he was somebody that uh, was very uh, was very generous with his time. Uh, he didn't big time anybody. Uh, if you met him once, you felt like you knew him for years. He just had that kind of uh, he just had that kind of warmth and a, and a really good personality and. You know, the other part of it was he did a lot of things that other people can't do or couldn't do. I mean, at the, at the end of his career, when he came to the, he came back to the Eagles, he was traded from the Eagles to the Los Angeles Rams, uh, and then got traded back to the Eagles uh, and came back and was a player coach, which is pretty rare. I mean, in that era of football, I mean, he came back to the Eagles in 1970 uh, and was uh, he came back and was the defensive backfield coach and a player. Uh, you don't often see that. 
and then finished up as a coach. So, he, I mean, he did pretty much everything you could possibly do around the game of football. Came in as a rookie, sort of unknown, made the team, overcame injuries. I mean, he was, uh, early in his career, um, he had a problem with concussions. Uh, he, uh, in fact, he had to wear, they had to make up a special helmet for him uh, because he had a number of concussions, and they, they gave him, if you look, if you see pictures of him playing, his helmet looks different than everybody else's. Uh, and it was because it, was, it wasn't the hard plastic shell helmet. They gave him sort of an old leather helmet, kind of like they used to wear back in the 30s, because it was a little bit more absorbent. And that allowed him to resume his career. But his career was almost short-circuited by concussions early on. Uh, but he played through that, became a Pro Bowl-level player, uh, became a coach and a player, and then made the transition into broadcasting and became the first African-American player to have a real presence on network television. So, yeah, I mean, the people that remember Irv as a player will remember him as a really good player. Uh, but in a greater sense, he was a guy that was a pioneer uh, in the game of football and a, a guy that, for those of us that had a chance to know him and work with him, just a really decent fellow. Hall of Famer Ray Dininger of 94WIP, I really appreciate your perspective on Irv Cross in, in this sad time. I really appreciate it and doing it on short notice. Ray, thank you so much for the time and stay safe. You too, David. Talk to you soon. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.